take a second to remind ourselves to keep you humble And if my brother should fall, my sister's ever stumble Pick you back up, life's a my speed Okay, we're back with the Juby Take I'm Steve I'm Adam And I'm TJC There he is Bam That was like a pro I hit my mark Yeah Exactly Now we don't have to waste the first, you know, 90 seconds of the You've been practicing Podcast trying to talk Joe into identifying himself All right Okay, so tonight we're going to talk about villains. Villains. Movie villains, TV villains, you villains inclu- of all kinds. You're including TV. Do you, uh, do you think about like literary villains as well then? I sure. Th- I think we're cool. going to stay away from real life villains though. Okay. I like it. Fictional villains. Fictional villains. There we villains go. that you see either on a screen or on the pages of a book. Now, we won't go too deep into that because I think... No, Between the three of us, we probably have read four books. Yeah, I'm out on that one. Well, but we've all listened to several. Certainly you have. Well, yeah. Okay, so yeah. so there's that. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think mostly we're going to focus on, you know, TV, movies, you know, the idea of what makes a villain. Right. What's the purpose of a villain in a movie? And how is the quality of a villain in ascending order from five to one? So, okay, there's, there's the list. Joe really wants a list. You know, he's got your back, Alex. Yeah, just for Alex's sake. Joe, what makes a villain? Uh, a villain to me is, oh. is well, the purpose of the villain, is to, villain. Yeah, is to highlight, you know, the protagonist. The antagonist is, you know, it's, they're named those for a reason. It's the direct yin to the yang. It's, for someone, dumb it down for me. It just makes it, it makes the story fun. You know, you have the hero. He's going through the story. It's. It's easy peasy if it, there's nothing to bump up against. You know, there right. has to be a villain or or is, a challenge of some kind. And the, and the colorful villain is the most fun of the challenges that a hero can face. And now this is this might be getting a little too deep too early. But is there a hero if there is no villain? Oh well, yeah. No, you can, you can still have a yes. hero. Okay. You know, but you have to set the stage. But the idea of an antagonist is someone. You know, it it makes it simpler. Honestly. Sure. Yes. Exactly. You know, you don't have to develop the story as much it, to make your hero a hero. Right. right? It just provides just, the drama. Yeah. You yeah. just simply put a person in front of them that's wearing a black hat. <laughs> More on that later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, then, you know, he, the the hero has to win. Right. Okay. But there can be, absolutely, there can be a hero without a villain. You know, circumstance can be a, an antagonist. Right, okay. You know, you know what I mean? It, you yeah. can see a lot of great stories that where there's a hero just fighting the elements or, you know, a bear or whatever. Or well, themselves okay. sometimes. Yeah, Castaway. You know? Yeah, there you go. Perfect perfect example. Okay, so is the storm the villain? Yeah, or the island or, yeah, right. Or the roller, or the uh, ice skate, I mean. <laughs> well, no. No. Is Wilson? <laughs> well, well is no. Is he the villain? Because he, he floats away. Well, that would be sneaky if Wilson was the villain. Yeah. Wow, the whole time? Yeah. You would just never have guessed. What a twist. Yeah. I think you just ruined Castaway. No, yeah. I may have. I may have. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Okay, so, yeah, the idea of, you know, again, you, you, know, you go back to the early start of film, and it always amazed me when you go back and watch old movies, the, the villain wore a black hat. Yeah, very simplistic. Yeah, it was just, okay, listen, we're going to put the good guys in light color clothing and the bad guys in dark clothing. So, you know, now does that stem from silent movies? 
where you i mean you just it just came easy for them to be able to picture it that way and then maybe it just was a trend that they eventually got away from i can't disagree with that and i don't know that they ever got away from it because <laughs> now you know in, in more current stuff right the, the still you know darth vader is wearing a black outfit yeah right? for sure yep luke skywalker's wearing a white outfit in yeah. the first one anyway yeah yeah yeah, it's the and dark per- versus the light. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's very, yeah, it's very hit you over the head with the uh, symbolism. Right. Well, and I've always believed that filmmakers just don't trust their audience. They just think we're all stupid. That's for the most part. That's true. That the, the the good ones that are out there that do a little bit make it really really fun. Now, because- wouldn't that be interesting <laughs> if like someone just took Star Wars? What if Star Wars was made the exact same way, except that Darth Vader was in a white suit? and that Luke was in black, would that change anything? I don't think in current day it would, but, you know, the stormtroopers are white, right? Oh, that's a good point. So a good I, point. It, there goes the whole theory. Yeah. Well, I think, though, that Darth <laughs> Vader is the true villain. Yeah. Okay, so there, there's also the idea of, of a true villain and then kind of making them more human. you making them more likable. A likable villain. Yeah. Sympathetic villain. Exactly. Well, yeah, because Darth Vader becomes that for in, sure. In the end, yeah. you know, he goes back to being, you know, Anakin Skywalker. Spoiler right. alert. And then, yeah, if you haven't seen it now, by now, it's, you're, it's, it's over for you. Wrong podcast. <laughs> but again, you know, and then they did the three uh, movies, the prequels. Right. Kind of showing up. Just showing how great Anakin Skywalker was. Yeah. And how. Is that what they were doing? Point. Yeah, I think that's what they were doing. <laughs> I mean, the, the, you know, it starts out with a kid, the, the pod racer. You yeah. know, I mean. So it gets you to he fall. He was cute in, as could be. He it was. gets you to fall in love with the character even more. Even at the end of, you know, the first three movies, you obviously see that he's a human being and he's, you know, he's a father and he cares about Luke. And, but yeah, I mean, when you watch those first three, they're, they're almost trying to make you like the villain even more almost or make him not the villain, I guess, in those cases. Well, it was a good job of providing layers. Like you were saying, Steve, it's, you know, making them a little bit nuanced instead of just the black hat, white hat, you know, it's taken, they started it there and then they developed everybody, which is good because that's what makes good movies. Great. Right. The sympathetic villain. So now is, is Hannibal Lecter a sympathetic villain? Uh, I don't know if he's sympathetic or if you can just sort of appreciate him for his, genius i think he's an impressive villain he's very menacing i don't know that he's sympathetic i don't think anybody's rooting well maybe not anybody there's some six sons of anyway yeah, yeah. no <laughs> there's I, no doubt about that i almost find that to be just more menacing though the f- fact of how intelligent he is yeah like that's the, his, the that. point is like, he's charismatic and intelligent and just i don't I just, know if he's that charismatic but he's very intelligent and manipulative for yeah, sure yeah right it's, yeah yeah, I don't think he's sympathetic. I just think he's, I think he's impressive. <laughs> you know, you can marvel at how, like, wow. Some villains are just like, that's an evil, evil guy. You yeah. Know, the, the one, the one trick pony, the one note guy. And then some villains are nuanced and layered and they're Darth Vader and they make, you know, they have arcs of their character. And then some villains are kind of weird in between where it's like, you're never going to like that guy. You're never going to root for him. But there's something there that makes him interesting and compelling. Right. Yeah, and then, yeah, there's those ones that you're just waiting for them to change and become good. You know? Yeah, just there, right you on can the edge see there. it coming. Like, yeah, yeah, they're like, yeah, you're not truly bad. <laughs> so then, okay, tough. so you have situations where, like, uh, Alien. Okay, the Alien is the villain. Yes. Oh, totally. Okay, but it's just going by its own nature. Right, it's like Cujo being a villain, right? Right. 
And then Predator, you know, he's the villain. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a question. Sorry. Going straight, like sticking with Alien, right? And going into mm-hmm. Aliens when they're now on the alien planet and... Um, Oh man, I forget his name, um, but he's the um, oh geez, curly haired black Paul Riser. Paul Riser. He's yeah. the guy who ends up like almost. He's there with. He has his own secret mission yep. to try to do everything, and he, he's a villain in my eyes. Yes, he well, becomes he is the because he's yeah. he's he's the corporate villain because right. that wasn't the aliens' planet. That was a colony that they had gone out to. Right. And what they were doing is trying to weaponize. The alien. Right. They were almost setting in that movie as opposed to the villain. Right. The aliens were almost just a, they were a dramatic obstacle. You know, they were for sure an antagonist of sorts, but yeah, he was the the actual. I think he was the villain. Yeah. Yeah. He's the really bad guy. Well, at least in that one. In the first one, it's the alien. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think through all, well, what is there? Sigourney's up to what? Yeah. Alien 19 now? (laughs) I don't know, but they're all great. Hey, that would be amazing. And I didn't like the one in the prison. I thought that was really boring. I didn't actually see any of them after. Alien 3. Okay. The second one. Yeah. So, but Predator, the same thing. You know, Predator's an alien that, you know, comes down to Earth to hunt. Uh Uh-huh. You know, Arnie and, and the guys. Oh, yeah. Okay. But now when Alien meets Predator. I got nothing on that one. Oh, yeah. Okay. But who's... I'm, I'm here with you. Okay. You know, I mean, who's the villain there? It's easily the alien. I mean, okay, and then uh, the weird thing is, is that alien to me and in my mindset is a, a creature. He doesn't have, he's like, he's like a wild beast. He's a xenomorph to be precise. Yeah. I like I would, that. Yeah. That's, that's what it's, he is. That's from, uh, you know, it's, it, oh man, um, never mind. <laughs> the movie, <laughs> Good the, talk. the beginning of, like it was the prequel to Alien, uh, Prometheus. Yeah, Prometheus, yeah. That was pretty yeah. good. Anyway, so I think that alien is is more of like a creature that it's that's uh, a beast like they're they're savage they they don't they're not thinking. Predator to me is a intelligent being that you know can is thinking about what's actually happening and you even see in that that you know the predator almost is just there to catch its game, to catch the beast and then leave. You know, they don't want to do Okay, more so intelligence keeps him from being the villain. It allows him to it make decisions in those movies. Now, obviously in the first one, you don't really get to see that side of the predator. Okay. But coming away, because Hannibal Lecter is very intelligent, but he's a villain. But when it comes to, but Hannibal Lecter didn't make, it's like his, his MO was, was about killing people. That's what he was trying to do. And I think and that, to eat them and, yeah. and, and like, uh, just to almost, yeah, just to, just to do it when it comes to predator, they're doing it to, to hunt it's a, i don't know it's 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 a, it's more of their lifestyle rather than doing it because you're so crazy it's, a, it's just who they are <laughs> it's a big game hunter you might be getting into what's the differences between evil and whatever and all that and i don't know that's a tough that's a that's a long philosophical conversation but yeah, yeah. we're not going to have it tonight i <laughs> no, guarantee you that i could probably go on for this for a little while yeah. but in my in my eyes predator is not the villain i think that it's the alien all right Okay, so now if we slide into the comic book world, yeah, which now you know every other movie is based on a comic book. Totally. Sure. So you have clear cut 
villains. Right. Yeah. You know, you Marvel have, and DC. Yeah, they have like badges that say villain on them almost. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it it's very clear cut. Yeah, that's one team versus the, the other for it's sure. Like, it's, you know, it's the guys running around in the blue suits with the billy clubs versus the guys in the striped suits and the, you know, the raccoon masks. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with the ball and chain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's that like they use it, as a weapon. It, it can't, can't be more clear. But even then, I mean, they still have those fine lines, you know, Loki in you know the avenger movies can be on both sides you know the beginning he was really bad and then you know ends up being he was just misunderstood yeah i mean he's he's the god of mischief so he's definitely i mean what yeah what do you expect yeah god uh, of mis- he's not the god of you know good tidings and cheer <laughs> <laughs> um you know but then you also have someone like a like a yondu who was in there who you know initially in, in guardians of the galaxy was was a bad guy, you know, and as it's moving forward, he's, you know, kind of before. Well, Yondu him. was a great guy. He, yeah. Michael Rooker, are you kidding me? I love yeah, that guy. Yeah, I mean, he's, he raised um, Star Lord. Star Lord. Yeah. yeah. You know, took care of him. Yep. But he, yeah. I mean, his methods were somewhat controversial. I get it, but. You I know. guess when you're raising little kids out in the middle of nowhere to be. <laughs> you got to do yeah, scavengers. The emptiness of space, yeah. But I mean, it, you know, you have the Riddler and you have the Joker and you have the Penguin and yeah, they're all very bad. Yeah, it's one, just very clear cut. So okay. what? What one deviates? That's not very clear cut. Catwoman. Hello. Good. Bad. What's up? <laughs> I don't. She, again, I don't know. She's just another misunderstood child. <sighs> yeah, she's in the middle. She's right there. I don't know. Well, okay. Not every hero does everything perfect. Yeah, I mean, Batman is the good, the perfect example of you know the the tortured hero who has to make uh, some difficult decisions and yeah. does some not great things sometimes and yeah yeah i mean that's i think um in some of the superman movies i think superman versus batman they actually make superman out to be the villain oh well, that's a movie yeah it don't i Just, won't ever yeah. Yeah, that's Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Oh, boy. As Batman. I haven't watched I, it, but... You know, I mean, there were some bad choices for Batman over the years. <laughs> but... Ben. Ben just sets the bar really, really low. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He tried a little hard. Okay. Uh, too hard. So, sticking with Batman, one of my favorite... Not on my list because it's an obvious one, but one of my favorite villains in any story of all time is the Joker. And it's two movies, the Jack Nicholson version and then, of course, the Heath Ledger version. Yeah. It's like, that's a worthy debate. I think Heath Ledger version is is better. But the Jack Nicholson version was so good, especially at the time. It might be a little dated yeah. now. Well, and that's no, the it thing. Is, it was, it, back then, they were more cartoonish. Yeah, and he kind of broke in a little bit, and it was a little funny. Like, there was some yeah. humor, and, and it was a Tim Burton thing, so it was very dark. It was a very dark movie, like, not just in, you know tone but in like the visual <laughs> component of it everything was done well, i think you know another if you want to talk about batman villains the one that i thought was was pure evil was bane yeah i mean that and you know the little mouthpiece thing he had going on and all of that that just that was but didn't he have like an altruistic I mean, goal or yeah, motive i mean he was just trying there to, to save pro- somebody he was or just there to somebody? protect the the girl yeah i mean he was just he he was the one that got her out of the pit um, that the that Batman got was in, and he was one of the only other people that got out of that prison that they were in. Right. 
Um, and you know, she got out and he was the one that helped her get out. Um, you know, and she helped him get out of the prison in turn. And then and he was eternally grateful. And of those three movies, actually, because Raz al Ghul, I would almost say Raz al Ghul was, was more of an evil villain. Well, but he than, was even motivated sort of by, you know, revenge or whatever, you know, he had, he had, he was a decent guy that kind of got turned bad because he was done wrong. And, yeah. and and viewed you know Batman as his enemy because of that. And the Joker was really the one guy that was just in it for the evilness of it. He just wanted people to suffer, and they didn't get real deep as to why. He did a few times, but it was all just maniacal gibberish that was you know brilliantly. Well, again, we could pretty much figure that our favorite Batmans are the Christian Bale yeah. Batman. Yeah, Batman that Dark Knight trilogy is. Probably it's one of the best trilogies the, out there. Movies, yeah, hands it's down. really good. I think we covered that actually when For we sure. when we did trilogies. But it's you know villains. I mean, we can go to you know the the Romulans. You know? Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Romulans are evil. Man. Definitely. I don't know. Adam, Klingons. Yeah. The Borg. The Borg to me were the ones that were evil when I wa- I watched uh, Voy- Voyager was the one that I watched when yeah. it came to Star Trek. That was the one that was on when I was going through high school. But yeah, the the Borg were, they're an interesting um, villain because collective, of collective, yeah. yeah. It's it's resistance one, is futile. One huge villain yeah. that just you know it's a collective of people. It's a hive. And visit, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool uh, concept. For did a villain, you watch? You Denver watched uh, Next Generation? No, so good. Well, I'm, I actually started going through that again a little bit here and there. That was the, the one after Voyager, right? Before, right no, before, right before. Okay, it was the first. Re, it was the first Star Wars or Star Trek, rather, after the original series and the movies. Of course, it's right. the first TV show after the original series. Okay, launched in like the early '90s, late '80s, something like that. That was Jean Luc Picard and all that. Right, right, really right, good. Right, right, right. Yeah, folks, I, and I have to apologize. I'm surrounded by geeks. <laughs> you started the Star War, or Star Trek thing. I can't. I can never just say. Star Trek. I will never it's ever, always Star Wars. Uh, Star Trek. I will never ever apologize for being a geek. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Okay, is a graboid a villain? Sure. Yeah, I mean, if Alien is, and and uh, well, I guess Alien. Yeah. yeah, graboids are. Yeah, I and mean, for those okay. who don't know, that's the uh, the antagonist of Tremors. Tremors, the yeah. classic cinema uh, masterpiece, cinematic masterpiece, Tremors. I think in, in, in a villain, I mean, there just has to be the evil character, really, I think, or being in. Well, it's an antagonist for sure. It's, I don't, you know, who knows what their motives are other than being hungry. Yeah. Okay. Right. I don't sure. know if we're defining a villain to have, you know, right evil motives or something. I don't yeah. think we're trying no, to say No, no, it just, point. yeah, it, you just look at, at different situations, you know, uh, the the old westerns, okay, the Indians were the villains right they were the savages yeah right you know here's a group of people that are just trying to defend the land that they've lived in for centuries <laughs> and, they're the villains. and they're using you know how dare they yeah bows and arrows and sticks and rocks and things yeah but the cavalry yeah were the heroes yeah that's you know? a weird one john wayne and so yeah you can think about that you know world war ii movies you know Absolutely. audie murphy john wayne uh, you know Henry Fonda, all of these different war movies, and the Germans are the villains. You know Absolutely. they're the bad guys, and the Japanese are the villains. When in fact they're soldiers. You know whether the ideology of of what they're fighting for is right or wrong, they didn't have any choice. Yeah, yeah. 
They're soldiers. Yeah. They're soldiers. They're just, and they had to fight. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. <laughs> so yeah, I mean you can you can find yourself in a role of a villain without necessarily being villainous. Right. Yeah. Or being evil to to your point. John. Or even being really justifiably bad or an antagonist necessarily. Yeah. You've just you've been written into someone else's story. Yeah, that's 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 a bummer, right? When you think about that, especially, you know, the Native Americans. <laughs> That's probably well, the most the, egregious example. Yeah, and the interesting thing, you know, like Clint Eastwood figured it out with, you know, he made two Iwo Jima movies. Yeah. He made one from the point of view of the Americans and one from the point of view of the Japanese. Yeah. Yeah, good. You know, it's, it's an interesting contrast. Gut, gutsy, too. Wow. Yeah. Well, Clint can do whatever he, he wants. He can. <laughs> okay, villain. Now, the idea of a villain, when does a villain go too far? Because What do norm- you mean? Okay, so normally when a villain does their villainous acts, mm-hmm. the things that are bad, all right, then there's what they're going to end up with. There's reciprocity with that. Oh, I, can, I know where you're going. What their comeuppance is, is exactly. it leaves so the viewer you make satisfied. them really bad. Yeah. Well, if it's not too bad, they go to jail, you're satisfied. Right. If it's really bad, well, do they have to... Die. die. <laughs> if it's really, really bad, is there a particular manner in which they, they need they to have. be tortured yeah. <laughs> before they die? The Ramsey Bolton yeah. is the perfect example of that. Right, right, right. You know, he is an absolute horrible person all the way through his part in Game of Thrones. Yes. And the way he torments everybody and horribly torments them, then he loses the battle. Right. And he's been starving his dogs for weeks right. to, to use against the people that he thinks he's going to defeat in this battle and they turn it around and they just basically open up the gates and let the dogs in with him tied to a chair. And so it doesn't, it's not only horrific and, you know, torturous, but it's ironically sweet, you know, it's because of that. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean that, and that's, that's an interesting thing. You know, we've uh, watched the walking dead. Yep. And, you know, of course the, They've had quite a few different villains in in the series and in and, and different times. They've had them, um, someone just being, you know, just another colony or another group of people that were trying to survive and they end up clashing and then they're the villain because they're the bad guy. Right. right. And Well, you know, and you've got a bunch of, you know, I, walking dead, well, right. walking around trying to eat you, you know, so zombies. Right. Well, that's why, a good they example. Should, they should be the villains. That's a good know? example of a show that started with that was the villain. The zombies were the main antagonist right. for yeah. the first season for sure. And then pretty quickly, though, they got into they were just, again, backdrop or almost setting. They were you know? the norm. They were just part of the scenery like anything else, a very dangerous part, but. Then the villains became other people here right. and there, and then you know, culminating course, in what you're about to say, which well, is, Negan, yeah, you know, and so he's so bad. Is there a he takes you know some of, of my favorite characters, right, that you've been watching for you know several seasons, and takes a bat to him, you know, wrapped in barbed wire, yeah. right, and so okay, now how can you come back from that? What can you do to this guy? Right. To balance the scales, I guess. Yeah, and I've, I stopped watching at that exact moment, and I've talked to a few people since then, and I guess the move they do or are trying to do is to somehow bring him back from that 
because there's nothing you can do to that guy right. that's going to make it satisfying. He so is. you have right. to so bring that's, him that's back. That's what they've done. Yeah. That's what they've tried to do. Yeah. They're trying to make him uh, somewhat redeeming himself by doing a good deed in the end. Yeah. So therefore, it will redeem all of the bad things that he's done. But yeah, that's all. I don't know if that is really how it's going to work out. No. No. <laughs> the answer's no. No. <laughs> and then, of course, I mean, you just talked about you know Game of Thrones, but Cersei Lannister. Yeah, is there anything she can do or be oh, done see, to no, her? To, no, she's you know, super and, evil. So, and just so evil. everybody knows, uh, somewhere in the next couple weeks, we're going to do a Game of Thrones podcast. Podcast. Well, yeah, the the last season uh, premiere is nigh. Right. You know, it's a, just a few weeks away, and you know, basically, is it five or six? Six. So it's six, virtually six full length movies. Yeah, about an hour and a half each. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Where we're going to see what happens to the alliances. But yeah, Cersei is a, a perfect example of someone who has just betrayed everyone. Yeah. In the worst ways. Yeah. Totally. Just horribly. Yeah. It's pretty insane. And, and again, yeah, I don't think that there's much that can be done with her. I, I mean, I think they're going to try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll do their best and maybe they'll surprise us all. Maybe. how they're able to do it. But as of right now, I don't think there's a way of coming I don't know. I, I heard some rumor that she's going to end up on the Iron Throne. So if they do that, then it's going to be as bad as, as you know, you know I mean, Infinity Wars. If you, oh. <laughs> if you think about it. what they've done and, and, you know, as a series and all of the the surprising moments and all of the times where you just, you think you know what's happening and then obviously you know, throws you for such a spin that you don't even know what show you're watching anymore. Um, and I, yeah, I, I could see that happening. <laughs> well, you know, what was it? The second or third episode, you know, Ned Stark right. gets beheaded and you know, he was my favorite character. It's just all of a sudden building up and this. You now, know. you know, it's like, okay, well, we're in for, you know, a ride now because it, they're going to take obviously the, the main character that everybody identifies with and really likes the hero, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to lop his head off and now, you know, strap in. There's so many moments Let's see where we're in go. that show that are so horrific that I, in my eyes, it's, <laughs> it's like, how do you recover from that? Yeah, it's you pretty know? good. You know, the Red Wedding to, you know, when, you know, he burns his kid to, you know, like all these different moments that happen throughout that it's just like the it's people rude. that that happened, that they're doing that, I... I would put them in the category that they cannot be saved. That's a show that takes characters from hero to villain to hero. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And a lot of shows try and do that now, which is a good, you know, yeah. we were talking about how there can be nuance. A lot of shows will take, you know, uh, you know, take, uh, what's his name? The, the son, the favorite son of the Lannisters, uh, the John Stark. No, 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 of the Lannisters. Lannisters. Uh, Jamie. Oh, the Lan Jamie. Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. Take Jamie. He's, he's a cartoon villain in the first season. <laughs> Yeah. Well, he is. He's kind of doing some things you're not supposed to do. <laughs> well, you know what I mean, though. He's like he looks like uh, fathering your sisters. Yeah, he child looks like Prince Charming from you know uh, Shrek, yeah. almost to a T. Yeah. Right? But he's so bad. You know, he's such a and he's. But then all of a sudden he, they start peeling his layers, and he's you know there's a good metamorphosis there. And right. Well, he, like get, he gets humbled. Yeah. He for sure. You know, and, and By, his uh, reaction to being humbled like that is realizing that, wow, I've been doing this to people for a long time, and now it's being done to me. Okay, I get it. Yep. Yeah. I, I see why you don't like me. Yep. Yeah. 
and he doesn't turn right away. It's masterfully done. But yeah, that yeah. that whole show is is really good at taking people from yeah the their hero to the villain and and back. Yeah, I would agree. Absolutely. Okay, so you have a list. Oh sure. Yeah, I mean, I you know I kind of did a little bit of research. You know, there's the, all the usual suspects when you're talking about top movie villains is what I looked at. I didn't look at TV. Right. But I think we pretty much covered them. I'm interested to see what came <laughs> up. So, well, I did a lot of research and it's, you know, the Darth Vader's and the Hannibal Lecter's and the guys we've already talked about. Uh, but I like to go, well, frankly, a little more Gen X. And and Gen X is all about the 90s, 80s and 90s and, and a little bit obscure. So... My, uh, I'll just run through them real quick and see what you guys think. If you've even, if you're even familiar with some of these, Leon the Professional uh, is the movie. The villain is Norman Stansfield, played by Gary Oldman. So have you guys seen The Professional? No. With a young, like a twelve-year-old Natalie Portman is the. She goes and she's like a abandoned because her family's killed by this maniac cop played by Gary Oldman, and she finds this hitman to buddy up with and he teaches her and it's initially a little bit ridiculous but it's it's quite a good movie anyway so that's good and gary oldman would make i could do a top five gary oldman villains because he's so great yeah exactly you know he is there are certain there are certain characters you know there are certain actors that are just villains yeah well he's obviously a little more versatile later in his career especially but man early in the 90s especially so good at being a villain. Yeah. Yeah. Who else is like the quintessential villain? Uh, Alan Rickman yeah. <laughs> has been a great villain. May he rest in peace. Yeah. For, uh, you know, obviously Die Hard. And he was on all the lists for that movie. But another one that he wasn't on lists for that he was a great villain was Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves with Kevin Costner. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was oh, so was wonderful. So I like villains that have a little bit of humor. I, I got a soft spot, spot for that. And the, uh, that aforementioned Gary Oldman character had a little bit, it was dark humor, but right. it was, he was a little funny. Uh, so the next one is Hans Landa, Christoph Waltz in, in Glorious Bastards. Oh yeah. That, that was like a pure evil, but, in the form of a charismatic I would agree guy yeah absolutely just and of course Tarantino is a master of dialogue so that whole opening scene where he's quizzing you yeah know, the, guy, the guy sitting yeah. there with his family like underneath I mean, the, that's one of the best things I've ever seen in any movie ever I would agree with that <clears throat> so quickly misery Annie Wilkes Kathy Bates character yeah yeah she that was just just scary I mean, just super scary just you just didn't want to see her come back on the screen you're just like come on come on james con get out of there man you can do it uh and then shawshank redemption the warden he made my list okay Oh, okay yeah which is a little bit obscure and, and people don't think of him as a villain but he absolutely was well he was so obtuse he was <laughs> what did you say obtuse such a great movie uh I don't think I'm going out on a limb by saying Shawshank's a great movie. And then the best villain I've ever seen in the movies ever. And I, I was going to leave him off because it's too obvious, but it's, uh, it's Bill the Butcher. Yeah. Yeah. From Gangs of New York. From Gangs of New York. And that's a really well, good and one. Yeah. That was such a bizarre movie for me because I didn't realize who he was. The actor? Yeah. Yeah. You didn't know it was Daniel Day-Lewis? I didn't until the credits rolled. <laughs> and I'm like, well, wait a minute. Wait, that's the guy from that's, my left foot? Yeah. 
The last of Mohicans? Yeah, exactly. Now, Bill the Butcher, and he's a perfect example of a sort of a sympathetic villain. You can he's he's a real person who does evil things, but has a quality to him that you almost res- well you do respect and you almost like. Right. And and because our our hero the the uh, Leonardo uh, yeah Leonardo DiCaprio, DiCaprio. Yeah. his he experiences that as well. That's why we feel it because he feels it. Right. He's no one on this planet he hates more than Bill the Butcher. Yeah, he almost sees yet, a good side to him. And he respects him. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. You know, obviously, he's got to do what he's got to do. Well, okay, another one along that same line, Al Swearingen. Yeah, very good. From uh, the short-lived Deadwood. Yeah. He's, he's almost an anti-hero. He starts as a villain for sure. Right. Well, he is a villain. He does villainous things. He does. But... You're kind of rooting for a, him. Again, you, you can identify with... There is goodness there. There's yeah. there's reasoning behind what he's doing. Oh, and there's and there's story arcs in that show that are definitely uh, you're rooting for yeah, him. Absolutely, know? yeah. But yeah, he's a great one. The layered, the layered, nuanced villain is my favorite. Sometimes the comical version of the one trick villain is also good. You know, the Hans Gruber's from Die Hard and things yeah. like that. It's just like yeah, they play the same villain in like four different movies. Yeah, maybe. and they're so bad and they're so dumb and comical and you yeah, know, but they're played by such great actors that right. Well, Die Hard, another villain who actually I thought was a really good villain, Timothy Oliphant. I didn't see that one. And like, one of the yeah, one of the later Die Hard. Yeah, right. Yeah, he was. I have a question. Huh? What do you guys think of Arnold as the Terminator? Was he a good villain? Yeah, absolutely. He's, I mean, he's on every list I saw. Yeah. You know, he's, and the T1, uh, the, he was a T1000, right? Or something like that. Whatever. And the liquid guy. From, yeah. The liquid yeah. guy. Yeah. He was, a, he was a better villain. I thought he was a more, well, I don't well, know, yeah. man. And then, Terminator. Then was, you had the girl. <laughs> no. No. She, eh. no. <laughs> <laughs> the girl Terminator. Yeah. No, I mean, nothing against girl Terminators. You know, I think every girl should have a right to be a Terminator, but. That didn't work out. No, Arnold was absolutely menacing. I saw the Terminator probably when I was about 12, and I was petrified. Like, I just, yeah, very, very scary. Scary villain. Yeah, there's, um, you know, and then there's the villains in movies that you don't know that they're the villain until later. Like, almost they're the good guy until they realize that, you know, they're the bad guy. Yeah. So, so kind of like in uh, in Iron Man, um the first one his his like his mentor yeah the jeff bridges character yeah, yeah i forget know, what his name was but um, yeah um his name was uh abida stan sure i don't yeah. know yeah nailed it but yeah that just rolled off I'm your tongue i'm pretty sure that that was the proper pronunciation um but yeah you know he was not even in the picture of being the bad guy at first. I mean, maybe for most people, I don't know. But for me, I wasn't thinking about it. And right. then, you know, all of a sudden you start getting hints here and there and they kind of build it up to being, oh, okay, he's he's behind it all. Yeah, the hint, the hidden villain that, you know, there's going to be a, a reveal at some point. Sometimes those are predictable. That's a tough one to pull off. Yeah. And, and make it work, but... To have it be a surprise. And, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, to Gary Oldman, the actor that I think of that plays a great villain, but plays a lot of other characters, is John Travolta. Oh, yeah. John Travolta's a pretty good actor. Well, he is, but he's played a great villain <laughs> yeah. in different... Uh, what was the one he did with Christian Slater in the nuclear 
Oh, the Broken Arrow. Broken Arrow. Yeah, he was a real dick in that one. He was <laughs> Sorry, a really Alex. good. Yeah. <laughs> he was a really good villain in that one. Yeah. And uh, another terrible movie uh, that I loved was Swordfish. He was the villain in that one. The oh yeah, villain with Hugh Jackman. Hugh and Jackman Halle, and the Halle Berry's. Uh, Halle Berry can be in talents. And she. Yeah, I I want to talk. Uh, um, I mean, we, we she's right there with Scarlet. We, <laughs> you know, we talked about Joker. Um, you know, we talked about a couple other, uh-huh. but I don't think we really gave due di- due gil- diligence to uh, to the penguin, um, Danny DeVito. Danny, Danny DeVito, DeVito being yeah. the penguin, he was a good villain. I thought that just his like his little ticks and yeah. just how he, he was, was really he, really good. I don't know. Yeah, black slobber. Yeah, it was yeah. Gr- he was vile. He, yeah. So there yeah. you go. Maybe that's the root of the word villain, huh? Probably. Yeah. Is. <laughs> Maybe. But he, uh, yeah, that movie was unfortunately had to live up to the first one, and it didn't, right? Because that first one was pretty darn good, yeah. And, and the Jack Nicholson, the Joker, was yeah. so good. But man, they they gave it everything they had, and Danny DeVito was really good. I thought he was pretty good. In I that, did too, as far as filling the role. And Michelle I mean, Pfeiffer was in that movie, so I'm all right with it. Yeah, right? exactly. That made up for it. Yeah. What else you got? So I no. got, I got. What I got, I'll jump in with a quick one, is uh, animated film, you know, kid movies, essentially, right. villains. Yeah. Those are another one where you get sort of a more defined thing. And then what I love about a good villain in those movies is the funny. You know, if you got a good, funny villain, yeah. and the best example that I, my favorite really is the Despicable Me yeah. villain. That's what I was going to talk Vector. about. Yeah. He's so good, shooting the squid gun. It's like, and he's ridiculous, and but he's also pretty good, like... He gets the drop on the hero a few times because he's he's good enough. Well, I mean, even in the the beginning of that, like the very first one, I mean, he was the villain, right? I mean, in a sense. Oh yeah, the main Gru. guy. Yeah, Gru. Yeah. I mean, well, technically, I mean, I mean he, that was he played the him off. Yeah, yeah, that he was. The shtick was he is a villain, right? I guess I glossed over that. the The whole premise was he's a villain, but yeah, we all, we all know that he's the protagonist of right, the, of the exactly. film. Yeah, but yeah, Vector. It was what made the second one of those that there, it's a trilogy now, and the second one was not good at all because the villain there was a, it was inconsequential. It was like a mystery, and then at the end he wasn't even good, and then the third one was good again. There we go. It's weird how. Okay, they, well, so. you know, it's interesting. Okay, is a movie <clears throat> better if you really like the villain, or is it better if you really hate the villain? It depends on what happens. I mean, what happens to the villain? It has to be. A, completed yeah again i think we touched on you have to have that satisfying ending of you know was what happened to the villain good enough to satisfy you yeah it's a tone thing as well you know if it's a comedy or it's supposed to be serious or whatever you know it depends if you're you know a serious drama the villain does bad things you're going to need him to to get his comeuppance and you hate him yeah but if it's something bad needs to happen if it's a comedy then the villain you just want something funny to happen to him at the end and it's usually good for that yeah, exactly. Um, what are some good comedy villains? I didn't think about that. Uh, I mean, I I put Loki in that category. Yeah, I think he's kind of funny, you know. Um, so I haven't seen those new Thor movies, so I don't know. Yeah, he's yeah. he's got a good comedic side to him. Some other funny villains. Uh, I don't know. I, I thought I had I had one earlier. I I didn't even think about it until right now, so it's kind of putting you on the spot. But well, I would say. Uh, who was the villain in Dumb and Dumber? Oh, geez. I guess. Seabass. <laughs> no. Kick his ass, Seabass. Uh, 
Nah, he's a bystander. He's I guess, uh, yeah, I guess the, the mobsters. It's the mob guy. Yeah. It's the main mob guy, the head guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. I think. That I don't think that was the point of that movie, though. No. I don't think there's a lot of comedies that have real serious <laughs> no. well, or But there are some that have good ones. There has to be, right? I just can't think of any. Yeah. Okay, so Came we're going to move on. So, yeah, yeah, good question by me. <laughs> you just cut all that out. <laughs> you keep saying that. Yeah. I never do. I know. So oh, that that's the end of your list? I would say. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I just I only wrote down, you know, kind of a top five and then a few extra ones. I mean, I had Gary Oldman on there again as Drexel Spivey from True Romance. Uh, great villain, but he's uh, he's kind of not the through line villain. You know what I mean? There's he's just a great bad guy in the story that yeah. kind of has a quick arc. He's he's here and gone pretty fast. The Christopher Walken character in that movie is the the main villain, and he's great too. That's a great movie. Don't sleep well, on Chris, True Romance. Yeah, Christopher Walken is he's oh, he's another guy. He's outstanding. He can just do anything. He can. He's Did a he great ever villain. Play a bad, where, where, oh yeah. When has he been a villain? Well, in that movie, of course, uh, he was in that <laughs> an early rock movie with Sean William Scott called The Rundown. Yeah, which is, which no, is cool. And I he's the villain of that, and he's great. That's Christopher a good point. Walken, I can't yeah. believe you've seen that, and you've never seen Stripes. But <laughs> I've not... seen Stripes. I've, like, oh, like Cannery a year Rock. ago. I guess Cannery Yeah, Rock. no, I haven't seen Cannery Rock. Okay, so, um, yeah, there's just all different types and flavors. Yeah, that, you know, um, going back to some comic book ones, some, some that we didn't touch on. We touched on a lot of the main ones come from Batman um, you know, Avengers, those kind of things. But there's a lot of really unique Spider-Man villains Yeah, that I actually really enjoy. I think Venom, to me, is one of my favorite villains of all time. And in, I don't know if you've seen the new Yeah, one. I did. It was it, great. It, it, is, it is a little comedic. Yeah. You know oh, that I mean? movie's great. Yeah it's, yeah, it's an amazing movie. But, you know, I mean, he's in you know, kind of an evil dude, but, uh, he has a, you know, a decent side to him, at least that they, you know, he's a symbiote that attaches himself to, you know, um, a host and the host, you know, I mean, in that instance is someone that's, you know, kind of funny, yeah. has a good heart. So it's an interesting villain kind of concept. Cause it's usually a villain in that. Well, did you see movie. Venom the, or no, the new one? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, I thought you were talking. Oh, I totally misunderstood what you were saying. Cause I yeah. was lost. I thought you were talking about the new animated Spider-Man. No, I have yet to see that. Very good. Is Venom in that? Uh, sort of. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why I was like, man, I don't remember that level of detail no, involving Venom. I don't Venom. remember that at all. Um, <laughs> or I, I haven't seen that one yet. I've heard great things. Um, but that one, I mean, there's Dr. Octopus, um, Carnage, and there's quite a few cool ones. In the new Venom, there's Doc Ock or no? No, just saying in general yeah. when it comes to Spider-Man, Spider-Man. villains. The um, second Spider-Man movie with, uh, what's his name, Tobey Maguire has Doc Ock. Yeah. And... That was that was my favorite Spider-Man movie until this latest animated one. Yeah. It's by far my favorite. Yeah, I've heard really, really good things, so I'm, I'm excited to watch it. Um, but yeah. Nice. Those are some other ones that, that we didn't, we've glossed Well, Mr. Over. Freeze, no, wrong. He is totally on from Batman. <laughs> I know. Okay. <laughs> okay, Ooh. so the, the Transformers, the okay, Optimus so, Prime. So you have the Autobots and you have the Decepticons. The Decepticons. Yeah, they're evil. There's some villains. Sure. Starscream. Yeah. Starscream, yeah. He's he's a big one. Um, I mean, obviously, Megatron is, is the big bad villain that always you know, can't kill him, you know, staying around forever. Um, I had a Megatron. I, I, you know. He was cool because he was a, uh, what's the German gun, the handgun from the, World War II? Luger. Luger. Yeah. Luger. Yeah, he was a Luger. 
<laughs> that was awesome. Uh, I think so, if I remember right. That's kind of funny. Kind Luger-ish. I don't know if it was an exact replica. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I mean, they, there's, there's. Um, it's interesting because I'm a big Transformers fan, but there's the, the yeah, we're getting that. Autobots and the Decepticons, and then there's the, uh, um, oh man, here I am saying I'm a big fan, and then there's the uh, what the dinosaurs, the, the yeah. other guys. Yeah, the, I forget what they're called, but oh man, geez, yeah, I'm. I had one too. So yeah. not cool right now. That's all right. Okay, uh, here's one. Guess the movie, uh, Captain Redlegs Terrell. <laughs> no idea. Captain Redlegs Terrell. Terrell. It was played by Lee Van Cleef. No. Oh, <laughs> you got to admit that's guess. a solid guess, though. Oh man, I don't. Man, nope. Outlaw Josie Wales. Oh my gosh! Yeah, the Redlegs—they they were the ones that came through and killed his wife and his son and sent him down the path of being, a, you know, with the South, being a rebel, and yeah. Then he ends up, you know, fighting him in the end. Yeah, yeah. Those were always good. The those old movies where it was a you know you could see it coming from the end of the first act that there was going to be a showdown, and yeah. You know, another one where you want to talk about comedic villains, the uh, Every Which Way But Loose. Man, so it's the, been so long since I've seen The biker seen gangs. Yeah. The bumbling biker gang that's, you know, trying to torment Clint Eastwood. Yeah. And Clyde. Yeah. And uh, they just bumble their way through everything. A lot, the 80s were good for that sort of thing with com- comedies, having the villain like the Revenge of the Nerds and stuff like that. There was always the, the other house or, you know, Animal House. They had, you know, a similar thing. It was, you know, that was yeah. one frat against the others. Old school kind of did that pretty well with the Dean was the villain, I guess. Yeah. Dean Wormer. <laughs> Is that his name? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome that you know that. That's some obscure trivia. Yeah. Adam has a look on his face right yeah, now. That's why, we, there was, that's, that's why the okay. pause. No. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, we can cut. Never mind. No. Uh, so, <laughs> it's been established. Not a so, chance. Not no, a chance no, now, no. dude. All right. Well, let's keep going. We're chugging forward. Um, movie where there's a villain. The The villain is in the name. Um, and you fall. You don't fall in love, but you kind of see the humanistic side of this villain. And it's not who, how it turns out or the way you think it would turn out. But Kill Bill. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. Are Never you talking, seen him talking about Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. He's, I mean, he's he's technically the bad guy. It's like always kill Bill. Like you know, oh, yeah. you're following the story of Beatrice and you know her going through all this hell and having to take revenge on you know these this group of of killers that she was a part of. And yep. at the very end, she you know meets Bill, but you know Bill ends up kind of being a good guy, and then. You, uh, well, yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, he's still a killer. He is. He's, he's, but so is she. Right. Exactly. It's just like, you know, they, they realize they have to kill each other, but they don't want to because they love each other. So it's David Carradine and, uh, yeah. And it's, it's actually, those are two real good movies. There's a lot of, it's, it would have been a good one movie because there's, it's, it's a lot of, really cartoonish violence yeah which is all great but it could have been about half as much of that because the story is excellent and and they that last scene is really good it is both movies have really great last scenes i agree yeah that's those are cool movies man good call i've heard about them and i've just never watched them they've been on a billion times well how do you feel about tarantino in general 
I like some of his movies. <laughs> okay. I don't like all of his movies. Oh, yeah. And I think he he gets a little carried away at times with gore and you know, it just he gets stuck at times in yeah. my opinion. So that might not be the ones and I think you've you've recognized that. That's why you haven't That's watched it. That's probably why I haven't watched but it. But it yeah, I mean it's it, there's unnecessary gore. It's you know they they have him her killing fifty guys and every time you kill one guy there's fifty sp- it's like yeah eight hundred guys yeah. or something and you know scene, there's it's- blood spraying everywhere and it's it's kind of cool because they actually end up making most of the the or well there's one fighting scene where they, she kills a whole bunch of guys but they make it black and white and then after the end of the scene they make it you know all colorful and there's just red everywhere yeah so it's. I mean, it's really cool. Tarantino's got a crazy genius to him, and it, they're fun. Yeah. And the story's always good. So I agree. One hundo. Yeah, yeah, Bill. Bill was on a few lists. When I was yeah, there are there are some Tarantino movies I really like. Yeah. Well, Pulp Fiction's great. Pulp Fiction. Reservoir Dogs is a good movie. That was his first one, I think. Yeah, that one. Uh, the Dawn of the Dead. Uh no. No, what's the one with uh, Clooney and? Oh, Tarantino's in it. Yeah, he's uh, from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, from Dust Till Dawn. Well, that was he and Robert Rodriguez. Did they they teamed up and the consensus is that Tarantino, Tarantino directed the first half of it. of it, and then Robert Rodriguez, you know, the the stark change in that movie yeah. is for a reason. It yeah. goes straight from yeah. That was such. They so just were like, you guys make two movies. We're gonna give you the same characters. Your characters have to go from your movie to your movie. Yeah, and that's oh, okay. basically well, what they did. Have you never watched it? Oh, I've watched it several oh. times. I didn't oh, yeah. understand the nuance of it. There's yeah. actually a there's actually a pretty cool uh, documentary out there called Full Tilt Boogie. That's the making of that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Interesting. Yeah, I'd be interested in watching that. Yeah, it's that was a, one of my favorite movies growing up. Yeah, you should definitely check that out. As far as horror is concerned. Yeah, I wasn't a big horror guy. No. Okay, so villains. There's so many different types, right? There's so many different ways that they're presented. You know, it's, it's an important piece of kind of any show, you mm-hmm. know, you have to have something, you know, as we've talked about, very few shows have, don't have something that you dislike, you know, you, the, the hero has to, he has to fight something. You got to get somewhere yeah, and there right. needs to be obstacles. Right. Does it keep your interest there? You know, I think that we talked about how there can be a hero without a villain, but to keep your interest there, I mean, that's really hard to do. I'm sure to do it without a villain. But when you have a villain, it's so much easier to keep that. Well, I think Tom Hanks has cornered the market on, on that because <laughs> doing Forrest, it without a villain, Forrest cast Gump, away yeah. Thing. Castaway, yeah. Forrest Gump, yeah, that's true. There's no villain in Forrest Gump. Uh, I guess not. I mean, you, you if you dive deep into anything, any story, really, you can find conflict, and so sort of de facto define a not a villain, but there's conflict somewhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jenny would be the villain for most of Forrest Gump, frankly. I think Forrest would disagree. (laughs) And that's what's the genius of that movie. Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sally Field at one point is. No. I don't think so. The principal of that school certainly was for at least one scene. Bubba. He was the villain. (laughs) Yeah. No, Bubba was certainly not the villain. Well, again, the the, the Viet Cong. Lieutenant Dan. He was a villain for a minute there. Yeah, for a second. Yeah. Yeah. There's always conflict, <laughs> but it doesn't. I mean, you just don't have a story if you don't have conflict. So whether it comes from a 
cartoon villain or not. I just think that villains are necessary, you know, out there. I, I think that we need villains to uh, to make movies great, to to keep it interesting, to you know, to keep our heroes occupied. Yeah, my favorite stories have good villains. That's for sure. Yeah, and you know, I prefer the movies that at times it, it's a bit insulting. You know, going back to when we first started talking about this, the idea of okay, you got to put a black hat on the guy that you need to know is the bad guy and a white hat on the guy that's a good guy. You know, I don't think things are that need to be that defined. Right. You know, it's, it's nice when, you know, again with Deadwood, I love that show so much because Swearingen, who is really kind of a villain. If you, if you look at the things that he does and Bullock is a hero, but yet they both get down in the mud at different times. Right. Well, the uh, Justified, you know, you can go the same actor, of course, in Timothy Oliphant, he and Boyd, yeah. you know, have a very hero-anti-hero relationship. So exactly, they, but they, they mix it up at times. Yeah, the villain know? is and not... I enjoy that. Yeah, I, I agree with it. The villain is oftentimes... I mean, Boyd starts out as the villain, but then he's he's the partner of the hero right. for a while. Well, know? they they humanize him. Yeah. You know, there's a reason. Yep. So that's always good. Yep. You know, I, I, I know that. we're near the end, you know, of everything, but I kind of just recall that kind of made me think of a, 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 just a type of situation where, you know, you have a hero and a villain and then there's this greater villain that has been introduced and now your villain and your hero almost have to like team up. Yep. For the yeah. Villain. That's and a good that's, one. That's always an interesting situation. I can't think of any examples other than <laughs> thanks for, uh, thanks for then, bringing that then, to the podcast tonight. That's then halo. And, and when halo is, uh, there's the the humans in the covenant that the are video fighting, game. okay, and uh, and then the the flood comes on and they have to team up to. to okay, well we can we, you know we talked you know again we'd <laughs> be nice if we'll finish this off. The Game of Thrones, you know, you have villains and heroes at different times through all of this, but now they all have to band together, right, for the greater villain to fight. You know the the White Walkers, the yeah. White Walkers, and the Ice Guys, and. And all the things that they have to face. Right. So, yeah. I bailed you out on that, by the way. I appreciate that. Yeah, not a problem. <laughs> nice You're always move. there for That's me. why I'm here, man. There you That's go. That's why I'm here. Teamwork. Word. All right. Well, you know, I think that we've started covering villains. This may be something that we go back to and revisit. Maybe do some more research and, and look into uh, some more obscure villains. There we go. Yeah, I mean, you but could spend a whole podcast ones. talking about, you know, the Jack Torrances and the, you know, yeah, the Brit, the Jokers of the world. So, yeah, we don't need to do that. Yeah. Okay. So we won't. All right. Glad we cleared that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it was awesome. I loved it. And if you guys want, there's going to be more perspectives later.
the good ones, the good ones of today. Point them out to me so I can come and join their raid. We'll walk around this land with open hands, looking for change. We'll want to understand this progression we have at hand. Humanity is killing wheat, for this we will not stand. I say let's progress in good contest. Make conference, then love our best. Our onslaught of love will be at an all-time high. Crashing like waves on some ponderosa pines. Our love that makes no sense. We who spend love at no expense. We are a force of passion. Create a new faction. Taking action, working hard just for the satisfactions. With the abilities to shine so bright that others want to fight. Because our light is in their eyes. Ladies and gentlemen, we are the skies. Don't remain mystified by their lies. And trust us, for we will teach you how to be.